Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to El Angel. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast that knows what the immortal looks like. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Aren't we fancy? We're very fancy. It's so fancy. This is episode 20, The Girl in Question. Original air date, May 5th, 2004. And as you said, Buffy is mm. central to the plot of this episode. They talk about her a lot. They do. And so we, much. We do see a woman in a blonde wig dancing. We sure do. With a guy who's got some brown hair. Yep. Sure. Yep. Yep. So a couple things about this. Uh-huh. First thing is, the the obvious thing is like, oh, they couldn't get Buffy. Yes. Apparently they did not actually try to get Buffy. <laughs> the joke is that it's not Buffy. <laughs> and they actually sort of retconned this entire thing in the season eight comics because they basically said that this is like a doppelganger, not an actual doppelganger, but like, you know, a not Buffy who's like partying it up and hanging out with the immortal as a distraction, <laughs> which is stupid. The person that they wanted for this episode and didn't get is actually Michelle Trachtenberg, who would have been in the place of Tom Lank. I mean, yeah, it yeah. would have made a lot of sense. So much sense. Because they so show up sense. at Buffy and Don's place. And Andrew's there. And Andrew's there. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm chilling here. He also has a confusing line where he's talking about Buffy dating the immortal. Yeah. And it sounds like he's talking about Buffy dating Don. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, oh, most nights they just snuggle up here on the couch. And you're like, you just mentioned Don and <laughs> Buffy. Are you talking about them? And he's like, sometimes more than snuggling. And you're like, you're not talking about you Don can't and be. Buffy? You sure can't be. <laughs> I hope you're not talking yeah. about Don and Buffy still. Yeah. But you were just a minute ago? Yeah. Michaela, the <laughs> idea that that they didn't try to get SMG yeah. for this episode uh-huh. is baffling to me. Yeah. Because it's like a joke that the writers are in on. Mm-hmm. And nobody else. And no one else is like aware that it's a joke yeah. until they are informed by the writers that it's a joke. And as mm-hmm. we all know, the best jokes are the ones you have to explain. So actually, yeah. I guess they did the best joke. It's like, is there a jail that's different from ward jail, mm. but that the writers should be put in? Joke jail? Yeah, joke jail. <laughs> joke jail. Oh, it sounds fun. It does sound fun. <laughs> it's not. Joke jail is horrible. Horrible. Yeah, no, it's a bad place. You don't want to go to joke jail. The old JJ. Speaking of not seeing Buffy, yeah. we also don't see the immortal. No. Which is part of the joke. Yeah. It's not a good joke still. No, no. Like... The, the part of the joke that's Spike and Angel being obsessed with the immortal because they can't defeat him is fantastic. Yes. The part of the joke where we never see the immortal, in a way I was like, maybe they just couldn't find the guy who could live up to what they've described. <laughs> and like, it's always going to be scarier in your head or yeah. more impressive in yeah. your head. But on the other hand, not seeing him is so weird. And... The idea that episode 20 is going to give us this, like, pseudo-arch nemesis for these two people that we've never heard about in 12 combined years yeah, of television. of television. Of yeah. Angel being on, or like, a going concern mm-hmm. in here. 12 combined years. We've never used the words, the immortal. Never. Nope. And that's also the joke. Yeah. Is that we're, it's the as-you-know yeah. But it's an entire episode of, as you know, we hate the immortal. Uh-huh. It's not a good joke. That Hence the joke jail. Joke jail. Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible place, and they deserve to be there. Now, the like what this gives us is the ability to have this Spike and Angel episode where they have japes. Such japes. They have great japes. Yeah. Let me tell you, the Spike and Angel go off and are repeatedly proven incompetent <laughs> side of this episode this is, great. is great despite the fact that yeah. they are always trying to push this, we can't get Buffy and we don't have a yeah. guy playing the immortal joke that we don't like. Yeah. Because it's everything around that that is perfect. It's 
Spike getting on a Vespa and then making <laughs> Angel ride on the back seat of I'm said a, Vespa. That's a little mama. <laughs> It's this Vespa trying to give chase to an expensive <laughs> car in Italy. Oh, man. I mean, Italy in large quotes, but that's oh, yeah. fine. That's fine. Not a big deal. All of these things are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Michaela, we've got a theme for this episode. Sure. The theme is getting over your ex. Yeah. Or like moving on. It does a problematic thing yeah. in this, in that it perpetuates the stereotype that you shouldn't be happy to see your ex move on. Yeah. You shouldn't I mean, be happy about your ex being happy. You should be upset when your ex is happy. But in a way, I feel that the episode is saying that they're upset because they haven't moved on and that they're wrong because of that. Yeah. Because that's their realization in the end is that, well, maybe we just need to get our shit together. The fuck it all moment <laughs> at, towards the end of this episode yeah. where... Spike and Angel have been pursuing this thing for the entire episode. Yep. They've been trying to do one thing, mm. and it's still within their grasp. And they just say, fuck it, we're tired <laughs> of Italy, we're going back to America. <laughs> Especially given that they're supposed to, both supposed to be British, is just so bizarre. <laughs> How much time did they spend in Europe? A lot. A lot. And now they're sick of Europe? And you're like, this is a very American-made television show, isn't it? We really like America. I mean, the Italians make fun of them for being American. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. But it's also sort of through that lens of, you know, oh, those Europeans think us Americans are all brutes. But then they fight their way out of every situation. Every situation. All they do is punch things, yeah. Uh, well, they don't fight their way out of the situations. This is just punching and then they lose. Yes. <laughs> so maybe it is a grand commentary, you I know? I don't know. Who knows? It's great. Know. There's also a couple, two, very problematic uh, slights against gypsies. Oh my god! The second one, for some reason, was so much worse than the first one. It's both by the same character, but you're like, why? why? <laughs> yeah. I know they cursed Angel, but we I thought we were done bringing it up. I mean, we bring up the gypsies, which at first you're just like, we're doing it again? And then we're just being racist against the Romani people. <laughs> they're a people. Yeah. Like, they're... You can't just call them gypsies and spit. <laughs> it's not okay. No. Oh, boy. One more thing before yeah. we dive into sure, the episode. Sure, sure. Maybe Andrew's bisexual. Or, as I prefer to think, the writers have realized that no one's ever bisexual. Andrew has gone back to being straight. Okay, so I actually have something <gasps> for this that will make you happy. Excellent. Because the end of this episode... Well, so first of all, it was supposed to be Dawn. So yeah. I'm not sure who would have been in the hallway, like if it were Dawn. Um, because it was just supposed to, like, it's supposed to be the same kind of vibe. We're yeah. just showing, like, Dawn's grown up. She's changed Dawn's or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so same thing for Andrew, right? So what Joss wanted, but he was not there to enforce and got fucked up, was that he wanted it to be a male and female yeah, in the hallway. that would have been yeah, perfect. That's, that's what I said after the episode. Yeah. I was like, they should have had it be a guy and a girl. Yeah, that's what Josh... And then this happened. And he, you have to imagine afterwards, he was like, guys, like... What the fuck? <laughs> all that groundwork that we laid for Andrew <laughs> being in love with Warren, being clearly in love, in love with, with Spike. Spike. Oh, yeah. In this episode. In this episode. <laughs> yeah. And, and then like, he's got he's got two hot ladies. That's sure, great. Great for him. But you're just like, I don't buy it. <laughs> I, yeah. 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 All right. Into the episode, I think. In we go. I do remember as we go into this that we're seeing Buffy, but not really, mm -hmm. on the continent. So that's good. <laughs> and we learn very quickly that there is a dead demon in, in Italy that needs to be brought back stateside so that he can be reincarnated, thus staving off some sort of demon war. I'm fine with all of that. Yep. I don't understand why Angel and Spike need to go. Well, I don't understand why anyone from this branch of Wolfram and Hart needs to go. Because... That's an excellent question. We will learn <laughs> later on that the characters do, in fact, know that there is a Rome office yeah. of Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. And you're like, why are they not involved at all? And then they get involved and then they fix everything, which they could have done without any of this other stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Angel and Spike don't go because they care about this head. 
they go because they hear that Buffy is in trouble. Right. Yeah. And they gotta, you know, ride off into the sunset to save her on their horses or something, charging forward. Yeah. It's gonna be good. And you know what? That doesn't go great for them, and they deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We hear a bit of exposition about the immortal, who is apparently a very bad guy. The first time I heard the words of the immortal, I wrote it in that, like, mix of capitals and lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so tween girl on MSN. Immortal, yeah. <laughs> just... With some tildes and asterisks sure, sure, yeah. around it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a, what a heady time. <laughs> It does sound really dumb. It does. And like, you know, Angel's so serious about like, oh, the worst evil you could possibly imagine. And him and Spike are like, oh, the immortal. He's so terrible. Yeah, because again. They have a history. They have a history. Of getting bested by this non-specific individual. Again, I don't think it's a good idea to bring it up in the last three episodes. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know what else is fucking crazy? What they did to Harmony in this episode. Fucking what the fuck. I have called undeserved. Because Harmony doesn't deserve this hair. And no one deserves this hair. No. It's bad hair. It's crazy. Toddler doing Barbie? Or old woman, old, creepy old woman who's like sitting on her porch With knitting. Her cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too many cats. <laughs> like, I mean, the old woman would have gray hair, but yeah. it's just like this big, it's huge. But it's like it's this big, very big large. bun. I don't know. And then it's huge at the back. It's so big. Yeah. Untamed. Untamed. I mean, I mean, no one deserves to be in an episode like this uh, for what two scenes does I she mean, get she's in the credits she's in the credits right? Michaela, so she's just got at like least one Lorne. line just yep. like gun just like lauren and gun yeah oh Gun's boy. here in his hoodie and he's like better go get that head and then later he's like did you get the head and those are that's what he does yeah yep and also he's like i'm still mad at you angel for that baby thing <laughs> <laughs> I love the the hands on hips that you're doing because it really sells Gun as a sassy woman. I don't know why I made Gun so sassy. <laughs> I felt like he was sassy. He's like he's so not sassy in the episodes yeah. that we see him in, but there's a core part of his being which is sassy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you've really tapped into something. <laughs> yeah. You know what else is a great call? Yeah. Bringing up Nina. Wow. When they were like, oh, I'm seeing Nina. You're like, are you? (laughs) When? (laughs) Do you know who hasn't been mentioned in two episodes? It's Nina. Lindsay or Eve. Oh, my God. Lindsay. Remember that guy? Remember that guy? The apocalypse two episodes ago. The apocalypse. And, like, I know we harp, but we can't help it. They just haven't even mentioned him. (laughs) (laughs) They brought up something about the apocalypse last episode as, like, the thousand-year war between good and evil. Good. Yeah, Yeah, we all know about that. Yeah. Yeah. But then this episode, they don't even do that. No. But they have not mentioned Lindsay's name. Benina. Benina. They need to to say Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, boy. Angel gets briefly questioned about who told him that Buffy was seen to be in trouble. In in the company of the immortal. And he has this line about like, Oh, I've got my sources keeping an eye on her. You know, he was in hospital, though, and just woke up to call me. Who the fuck is this source? Who is this source... Why was he in the hospital? Why was he in the hospital? What's happening? I expected it to be Andrew because I remembered that he was in this right? episode. So I was like, it's Andrew, clearly. No. That's why they're being cagey about who the source is. And we'll find out some fun story about what him, what put him in hospital. Zero fun story. No. Zero explanation. Zero bringing it up again. <laughs> now, my takeaway from this line was a little bit different than yours. Mm. Because I was a lot more fixated on just this idea that as a CEO... Angel has people to do his lurking in the shadows for him. <laughs> it's so true. 
He's a good delegator. Yeah, you know, he moved up in the world and he's like, well, I still have that lurking I need to do. Hmm. And Buffy watching. So uh, I'll just hire people for that. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm, I'm really excited to get started. What am I going to be up to? <laughs> well, go find a bush. <laughs> And stand behind it. Yeah. Watching Buffy. In the shadows. In the shadows. Yeah. 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 Maybe carry a bush around. You know, I'm not going to micromanage. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Just don't be seen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Angel and Spike are on this plane. Yeah. They're like, let's go to Italy. And Spike's like, hello, hello, hello. We had some great times in Italy, didn't we? It was amazing during the 50s. And there is... Oh, it's so good. It's it's out of order, I think. That's fine. We've gone somewhere. It's so good because it flashes (laughs) back to the 1950s. It's grayscale. We just see a very dapper Spike standing next to a very dapper Drew just saying ciao. (laughs) And ciao is being said at them. Ciao. 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 It's the perfect length. Like this, this is almost an an escape from joke jail. You know? Yeah, Yeah, this is almost a free pass. (laughs) Yeah, because it's so good. It will definitely come up in the hearings. People will just present this picture I've taken and say, did you see this scene? This is gold. (laughs) It's so dumb. And Angel's like, oh, I wasn't there in the 50s. And instead... They reminisce about the room of pain. Was there pain? It doesn't seem that way. (laughs) It seems like they were just kind of chained up for a bit. For like a couple minutes. Like for really no time. I mean, Spike does not have a shirt on in the room of pain. We need to be very clear about this. Yeah, and like Angel's... Why is one of them wearing a shirt? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. They're mad the immortals locked them up here. Bested them for the first time, basically. It's like 18-something. Sure. Sure. I don't know. This scene st- started, and my all my notes are just capital wigs. Capital <laughs> Irish. <laughs> yeah. Because like, that's, that's my takeaway from this scene, is that they're making Liam do his Irish accent again. And then something bad happened to Darla. We'll find out about that in a little bit. But first, Michaela, let's go check in on our favorite characters. (laughs) It's Grumpy Wes and Spooky Illyria. I legitimately forgot about Illyria. And then she showed up and I was like, oh. (laughs) I see. She's so mad about being limited by this new form. Good God. Wes is just so grumpy. He's so grumpy. The entire time. And let me get this straight. Like, sometimes when he's grumpy, I'm so on board for right. it. Right. When there are cheery people around Grumpy Wes, right. I'm always on board. It's fun. I mean, yeah, so my picture classic here, mm-hmm. we've got Lorne, who is cheery, generally speaking. And we've got Wes, who is grumpy. And you know what? They're having a good time. Yeah. Because Lorne's having fun. He's trying to give Illyria a sea breeze. <laughs> He's got his white suit. He's got his blue shirt. He's looking great. And Wes is just grumping. <laughs> he's doing nothing but grumping. Grumply. Yeah. yeah. But then it's him and Illyria. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And Michaela, yeah. I had straight up forgotten about the B-plot. <laughs> I was like, I know there's some sort of A-plot, B-plot where they're back on the ship. I mean... In the Wolfman sure, Heart sure. Office. Yeah. <laughs> and there's something happening there, but I don't know what it is. And then the Burkles show up. Oh, God. And they're just so Texas. They're so Texas. And what ensues is so completely weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> this! Yeah! Because <sighs> Wes is like, well, uh-oh, this is awkward. I haven't told you. Your daughter's dead. But he yep. doesn't want to. This would be the wrong moment for it. When, this is a when bad When her body time. is like walking around. Yeah. Yeah. But they're also like on their way to Hawaii. It's just a weird time. You know, they might want to cancel that. Yeah. They're probably going to want to cancel that and like have a funeral. But there's, won't they wonder why there was no funeral? 
Right? Because shouldn't there have been? Shouldn't someone have told her? Shouldn't there have been some sort of formal grieving process that Illyria is just lurking at really awkwardly? And they try to like... Yeah. Wes tries to shove her in a coffin. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like not bending in the right places. You yeah. know what? And Wes, he's got some grieving to do. He's been super clear about his lack of appropriate grieving. So maybe that would help him have some closure? Ah! So instead, he like, I mean, let's just skip ahead. He takes them in his office. He's planning to break the news to them. Which is the responsible thing to do. At this, like, you need to tell them because, like... Sorry. It's the most responsible thing given it's gone this far. At this point. Yeah. 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 And so I've got this picture that I've called Pancakes. It's M7. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for calling it Pancakes. (laughs) I called it something else and I'm like, oh, that's stupid. It's very dumb. You're being stupid, Michelle. She loves them like pancakes. 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 (laughs) So yeah, he's about to be like, Fred's soup's dead. And instead, Fred just waltzes right in. <laughs> hey, y'all! <laughs> yeah. What y'all doing here? <laughs> okay. On one hand, kind of fun. Mm. On the other hand, I can't stop thinking about, like, why have they not been all- told already? That's insane. That's insane. Why is Wes not coming out? Because eventually they'll be like, hey, is our daughter Okay. Eventually, it's gonna come up. It'll break down, and he'll be like, Well, yes, uh, it was uh, about 12 years ago now, I suppose, that your daughter died, and I just thought, well, I could never find the appropriate time to tell you what. You see, her body's still walking around, as it were. Oh, it was a bit awkward, yes. uh, (laughs) Certainly. I thought you might uh, catch on to the fact that she wasn't aging and such, but uh, it never really came up, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's got to tell them at some point. And, like, this whole episode, he's acting so weird. And, like, they kind of catch on, but he's just so gritty. Oh, my God. And, like, the B-plot never moves on from this. It's just, no, it's just the first part of Weekend at Bernie's yeah. where you've got this dead body. You're parading it around like it's a, a real person. Yeah. And that's it. And that's where it ends. Because then the parents leave. They leave not suspecting a thing. And then Illyria... somewhat suspicious, I guess. They're suspicious because, again, Wes is acting super weird. And Illyria is not like a perfect imitator of Fred. No, but she's doing a pretty okay job. She's got yeah. those memes, you know? Yeah. And like... Like, the only place that this really goes to is just a place where you're like, what does this show want from this relationship? Because Illyria's like, I can't do the Bane voice, but basically, I I know that you're still into this body, even though I'm not Fred, and I want to explore that. (laughs) And Wes is like, ew, no. But why are we even bringing it up? If the last two episodes aren't just a giant Illyria fuck fest, <laughs> podcast over. Podcast over. It's like I knew you were going to say fuck fest. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you did, I still didn't love it. <laughs> Been watching too much Big Mouth yeah, lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what. Are they trying to make Illyria more of a character? Because it just, it still just comes down to her being like, I wanted to experience this. That's it. And you're like, who cares? What is it to be human, Wes? (laughs) If I act like one, am I not a human? (laughs) Yeah, like that. Yeah. So let's not talk about that anymore. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) Instead, let's talk about Andrew wearing a strong bad shirt. Oh boy, is this a blast from the past. Holy fuck, it is so of the times. It's so of the times. They're like, oh, Andrew's a nerd. Of course he likes Homestar Runner. (laughs) Yeah, if I was watching this at the appropriate time, I would have been like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's got that whatever cachet 2004 i'm 14 i think i know what homestar runner is oh yeah Yeah. absolutely homestar runner is still quite big yeah but yeah so angel and spike show up and andrew's like oh she's not here 
And they're like, okay, that's fine. We're fine with that. Where'd she go, though? Not a big deal. We just want to follow her. And that's just them the rest of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's their motivation. And she's out with the immortal, obviously. Who, uh, we flash back to the past and we see that Darla was not attacked in the conventional sense. So I've called this more bad hair. (laughs) Now... There's a reason for this now, bad hair. Darla and Drusilla both have bad hair happening. But that's because both. they both banged the immortal at the same time. And he was fantastic at it. Yeah. And like when Darla's going on about how he's just so immortal. And Spike's like, all right, we're immortal. Not in the same way. Yeah. Oh, man. And they're so angry about all of it. And, like, Darla and Drusilla just don't give a shit. <laughs> they had a great time. They're all vampires. Who cares? I mean, it's Spike gloating about Angel being yeah. cuckolded. Yeah, and, and then, then immediately. comes out. Best fit you for a pair of antlers. Been made the right cuckold, you have. Time for another pony ride. Son of a bitch! Okay, so I have a, a digression here. Yes. So in... in the wiki page for mm. this for this episode it says that this is the last time these four characters are seen together i right. mean there's two more episodes darla and drusilla spoiler alert not gonna be in the last no. two one or both of them are dead i think yeah. darla's dead now again yeah <laughs> sure After, yeah because she died giving birth to connor yes yeah <laughs> of course gotta have that connor drop right so like this is their last time here and like both these actresses said that they actually really enjoyed this because it's a very silly scene it's a fun time to come back right then connor had sex with cordelia yeah 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 yeah. there we go yeah Yeah. um right and so but the way that the wiki phrased this Mm. sentiment was that this is the last time the whirlwind is seen (laughs) on screen together and like I made a face when I read this information because I've never heard these four characters referred to as the whirlwind before. But then I found a related wiki page that talked about the whirlwind, also known as the scourge of Europe. Scourge of Europe, I could believe. That, I think, I've at least heard something to that effect. But calling them the whirlwind is so crazy. Do we have any sources for when they are called (laughs) the whirlwind? Not that I could see from my brief skim of the wiki page for the whirlwind. Status. Disbanded. Oh dear. (laughs) Base of operations. Mobile. (laughs) Also, it turns out there's a book called Angel in the Whirlwind. So if you try to Google Angel Whirlwind, that's all that comes up initially. That makes sense. I, this this feels a lot like the like a holdover from the comics or something. Like something that was informed later on. Later on. Because they've yeah. never used this word. No. Again, this is similar to the immortal for me. <laughs> yeah. Where they're just, it's gaslighting. Yeah! The writers are trying to gaslight us and I don't appreciate it. This wiki page is doing the same thing. The whirlwind, Angelus, Darla, source, says the wiki page. Oh. Do we have a, that's not how you use tags, wiki. (laughs) Okay, you say source, but you've just linked to the page on Darla. And you don't, oh, references. Uh, It's definitely not in Fool for Love, is it? I just... So, like, Fool for Love is probably the heaviest episode focused around the whirlwind. Mm-hmm. But I think I've seen that a few times. And at no point do I recall them, yeah. them saying that they're the whirlwind. Huh. It's a stupid name that means nothing. It is. What does it have to do with anything? Scourge of Europe is at least cool. That, yeah, right? That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Whirlwind. Hmm. Right. Yeah. We get some of Angel calling T.I. his arch nemesis. And like, sure, I, I've got a lot of sarcastic notes about how we haven't heard of this man sure. ever before. ever before. Yeah. Angel and Spike are nominally here to collect the head of the family. Right. They don't care a sh- right about it at all. The head of the family of the Gorna Capo demons. de Familia. Yeah. <laughs> they keep saying uh, the head of the Familia. Yeah. And you're like, that's just the fam... 
I don't know. Just because it's Italian doesn't mean it's a proper noun. Familia. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, it just means it's very similar to the English word for family. Yeah. I had a lexical problem with this episode oh, is what I'm saying. Wow. So I guess maybe word jail's on the horizon. Word jail could be in the cards yeah. here. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of word jail, they get the head of the family. Yeah. It's literally the head of the demon. Sure. Yeah. And when a demon of this kind gets old enough, oh, its head falls off. It drop off. <laughs> which I love. Yeah. I, the God, the butler demon <laughs> is so gross. I hate him so much. He's just lurking in the background in this scene, and it's so good. I truly expected the immortal to be revealed to be that guy this demon oh. and it's set up in a few ways yeah. that make me mad that and this is why i'm so mad about the immortal not being shown is because it doesn't read to the audience like it is a you know writers telling a joke in that he's not showing up yeah it reads like they are setting it up for a twist yeah just like the source that angel's talking about they are setting it up for a reveal of some sort. Yeah. And then you get this butler talking about how, I guess he does love the immortal. Oh, or like, the man. immortal has such nice pants. Yeah. And you're like, you're the immortal. The joke is that Spike and Angel have never seen the immortal. Yeah. They have just been foiled from afar. So many times. And I think this is legitimate headcanon, but I can't tell at this point whether I'm just crazy. I like it so much. And I like the idea that, like, it's this guy. And he just has, like, so much charisma. He's so gross, but, like, he can still bed Drusilla and yeah. Darla at the same time. And that be amazing at it, even though he's this guy. Oh, my God. It makes so much more sense if it's this guy. There is so much technically correct crap when they're handing oh. over the bomb that they think is the head. Yeah. And, like, that's exactly what someone like the Immortal would do. Yeah, he would show up and orchestrate his own pranks. Oh, my God. I love it. That's it. Is it not mentioned anywhere in the things that you read? No. I, you, I, it's gotta be right, there's, there's a There's a desperation that I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we see this girl dancing in the blonde wig as yep. Angel and Spike have gone to some sort of club where Buffy might be seen. Yeah, so I've just called it Blonde Woman. This is it. We, we don't even, like, get multiple shots of the back of this blonde woman. Take a look to the left of the guy in red. Sure. Like, the left of his head. See this girl who looks a lot like a Buffy hairdo? Oh, yeah. It's such a Buffy hairdo. It's such a Buffy hairdo, and yeah. we see it from so far and so shakily that I was like, is that Buffy? <laughs> Did they get Sarah Michelle Gellar? Can you imagine? And then stick her in the background of this shot looking That'd be pretty funny, too. It'd yeah. be so good. Yeah. They didn't. That's fine. As they are seeing Buffy, Angel and Spike are both distracted. Lost love. Love of forever. Whatever. God, when Angel is later on talking about how he was letting <laughs> he was letting Buffy cook because the but, cookie yeah, dough the wasn't cookies. ready yet. Yeah. And he brings up the cookie speech and I was like, yes! <laughs> and it's so great because like the show doesn't give a fuck if you watched Buffy no. season seven because Spike has no idea what's going on <laughs> and it's never explained. <laughs> And he's going on about the immortal eating cookie dough. And he's so mad. Mm, yeah. It's really good, though. It's actually really good. Honestly, David Boreanaz gets so much great stuff yes. to do this episode. Yes. <laughs> he's For so fun. And this is the great dichotomy I have with this episode. Yeah. Half of it's trash, and the other half is so good. And, like, there's so much Angel and Spike broing out. Just but there's like, no middle ground. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's either hot garbage yeah. or really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they've seen Buffy. She's the love of their life. She's dancing, blah, blah, blah. blah. They go off. They leave the, the demon head on the bar. Yeah, it's in a, a bowling ball carrying case. <laughs> I do love the bag. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they leave it on the bar and the immortal or whoever this butler guy yeah. is steals it and starts making his getaway. I'm like, it's so perfect. He's foiling them again. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> His hands don't match his face. Why would that be? It's not bad prosthetics. It's in-universe bad prosthetics. <laughs> I'm reaching. I'm reaching. It's yeah. fine. The Immortals thugs show up and take the head back, whatever. They have this fight with Angel and Spike. Again. Oh, so slow-mo. So, so slow-mo. So good. So, so good. They have to make David Boreanaz and James Marsters throw a few of these punches. Yeah. And they're like... The stuntmen have made it very clear that they should be very far away. Oh, they're from so far hitting. away. Yeah. Oh my god. Because they are trying. not stuntmen. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so these these punches are going like two feet away from the people they're supposed to be. Yeah, you're like trying to suspend that disbelief, but you're just like, oh, the slow mo's not helping <laughs> with how far these punches are. Once Angel and Spike start hitting each other accidentally, yeah. then you're a lot more forgiving because it's so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's very, very fun. Yeah. And do we have a problem with the fight choreography in Never. this show? Still no. not once. No. Not once. Anyway, fight happens. Somehow Angel and Spike get away from all these goons. And they see this gross guy with the head in the bag uh, tearing ass in their car, <laughs> in their car. away from them. Which so they such, go on this Vespa uh, chase. Such an immortal move. It is. You're so right. I'm so on board with this. There's nothing about it anywhere, though. I don't know, man. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Fun Vespa chase. When they, when they cut the guy off and they're in their Vespa... It goes exactly how it should. It's just this cutaway, and then it comes back, and there's shrapnel everywhere. everywhere. Just debris from this exploded Vespa. It, like a, that a got thousand nudged. pieces. Yeah. It got nudged by a car. It's a Vespa. It's a Vespa, though, yeah. yeah. And, like, Spike is still ha- holding some handlebars. Yeah, yeah. And so they're feeling pretty dejected about this. And it's at this point that they think to themselves, don't we have a role on this? Spike thinks it. And you're like, since when is Spike the smart one? The thinker. I mean, he's doing science now. (laughs) You're right. Don't forget. You're right. All right. Let's take a brief break as we are about to hit the Wolfram and Hart's Rome office Mm -hmm. to go into quotable notes. Message for you, sir. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Don't quote me. Write that in your copybook now. Quotable notes, they're quotable. So, I was listening to a PC gaming podcast today. Mm-hmm. And do you know much about Hideo Kojima? <sighs> some, some stuff. He made the Metal Gear Solid franchise. Okay. He, like, was creative director on all of those games. I know people like to talk about Kojima. Are they he... making that Norman Reedus game? Yes, okay. Okay. <laughs> So, he's a very strange storyteller. I haven't mm-hmm. actually played any Metal Gear Solid. I've seen, like, Let's Plays of a couple of them. Once at a sleepover in oh. middle or high school, I watched Goodness. quite a bit of uh, Metal Gear Solid, either three or four. And I would say, like, why didn't I play it? But on the other hand, Kojima relies heavily on cutscenes. Oh, so, boy. like, maybe I a... did mm. play it as much as the guy who was actually playing yeah. it did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, very strange. I remember from that game, there are a bunch of boss fights. And at the end of one of them, at the end of all of them, the boss says their own name a couple times. Like, the pain, the pain, the pain, and then explodes. Oh, okay. Just, they're like normal people, but they explode. Um, At the end of one of them, it's an old man. He's a sniper. And (laughs) there's actually a fun way to win, which is just to hide. And after a few hours in game, if you just leave the system on, he dies of a heart attack because he's old. (laughs) But if you kill him the conventional way, he flops over, says his name a couple times, and then his dentures fly up into the air like a, the pin from a grenade, and it's accompanied by a grenade pin pull sound. Oh, dear. And then he explodes. <laughs> yeah. So this is the sort of thing that we yeah. do. And then, yes, Norman Reedus game, Death Stranding, it's called. Okay. First trailers were very strange. Hideo Kojima, yeah. something about space babies that are invisible, terrorizing Earth. I've seen clips of this game and I have literally no idea what it's about. Sort of no one does. And I think that's sort of the appeal. Right. I heard a thing on this PC gaming podcast and it's it's an entertainment podcast. I'm like, they're joking. Yeah. They're joking. (laughs) They described how Conan O'Brien cameos in this game. What's happening? (laughs) Which is fine. He cameos as a man. Who gives you, Norman Reedus, the main character, or maybe, yeah, no, Norman Reedus, yeah. yeah. He gives you an otter hat. Okay. It's a hat that looks like an otter. Okay. Like the head of an otter. Uh He gives you this hat, and do you know what it allows you to do? Uh, Something in the water? Float belly up in the water (laughs) and safely navigate rapids by floating down them. That's so strange. And I was like, this is a joke? This is one of their less good jokes. They're usually funnier than this. Yeah. And then I looked it up, and it's a thousand percent real. true. And it's weirder than I thought it would be. It's so weird. I just don't understand what the tone of this game is. No one does. (laughs) Because the Metal Gear Solid franchise is on one hand extremely serious, gritty, like, world politic nuclear threat shit. 
and on the other hand is exploding old men. Yeah. But those are the same hand, as far as Hideo Kojima can tell, as well as five-hour cutscenes. He really wants... (laughs) He just wants a He wants to tell you his weird story. Yeah. And I love it. (laughs) You should really watch this clip. It's really good. No, I need to see this otter thing. November 8th, 2019. Like, the... So, so this otter thing happens... It's somehow sillier than I expected. Yeah. And then we cut to the the like title screen for the <gasps> game. Death Stranding. And it's like dripping like blood. That's white, but you know it's pretty spooky. And I just I don't know. I just don't know. I didn't really have a point with this. I just wanted to share my confusion because it's <laughs> confusing? Yeah. This game will sell, like, amazing hot... Like, crack-laced hotcakes. Because everyone just wants to know what. There's a lot of people who love Hideo Kojima's storytelling. And, like, people love Norman Reedus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, in part, he's the reason that The Walking Dead... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Continued. I mean, I'm not... Like, nothing against Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln is also fantastic. But people love Norman Reedus in a way... In a crazy way. Well, he got that Boondock Saints to start off yeah. with, and then you've got him walking dead, and he's yeah. just, he's a lot of fun. Anything quotable note-wise for you? I can't top that. <laughs> Back to the episode. Back to the episode. Wolfram Dart, yeah. the Rome office. It's the same as the uh, American office. I love it. I love that joke. Yeah, no. So, like... Everyone's smoking, and it's Wolfram <laughs> A.R. Yeah. And, like, that's the difference. It's the same layout. It's the same set. Which, I mean, sure, it's cheaper, but it's also a good joke. Oh, yeah, it's very funny. Because, of course, all the Wolfram and Hart offices look exactly the same. Of course they do. They probably are literally the, the same, same space yeah. that is, like, dimensionally sharded or something. Spooky. Yeah, it's some unnecessary some... evil bullshit, yeah. you know? like oh, so good. So good. <laughs> and we meet the CEO of Wolfram and Hart Italy Branch, whose name I don't remember. No. Uh, You've called her CEO? Yeah, and I've tried to capture her, like energy in this picture. I think you've done a good job. <laughs> There's a lot of kiss kiss. Oh, Angel Spike! Like, I've never seen an actress chew the scenery more. Wow. And we saw that, that psychic lady yeah. in the Pavane episode. Oh, damn. And she was going crazy. She was nothing on this woman. Nothing. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like... I, while I was watching it, I'm like, this is too over the top. And then I was like, no. No, David, shut the fuck up. This is exactly over the top enough. The longer you're in it, the more you're just so on board with everything she's doing. Because, I mean, she's doing this, but then she's also super competent yeah. and making them look so dumb. They're idiots, yeah. yeah. Uh, they always do these to first-timers. <laughs> Okay, you've captured latest fashion. Can we talk about that? (laughs) This angel at some point has to get dressed up in a motorcycle jacket. Well, his jacket's been destroyed by the bomb. They didn't check the bag when they were making the drop. The head's being ransomed back to them. Obviously, you check the bag. Neither of them check the bags as they're doing this swap. Idiots. And yeah, of course it's a bomb. Obviously, it's a bomb. And the joke is that Spike's jacket's destroyed. He has this, like, strangely emotional bit where I was actually affected. I was like, you you killed a slayer to get that. Like, this has been a while. Like, he says it's his second skin. He's been wearing it for 30 years. 30 years. His, like, character-defining moment in season seven of Buffy is putting the jacket jacket back back on. on. He's like, all right, all right, I'm back. And you believe it. Yeah. And then it's destroyed in a cheap gag and you're like, no. no. And then he gets another one that's exactly like it. Ten, and actually. ten have yeah. been sent to the States. Uh, and he's just like so over it. He doesn't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Man. And then they put Angel in this fucking motorcycle. <laughs> Even Andrew knows it's dumb. Like, Angel knows it's dumb, but what's he gonna do? (laughs) 
Oh, boy. Ay, caramba. <laughs> caramba. Yeah. So, yeah, they've been bested in Italy. Yeah. Again, the CEO is telling them that this always happens to first-timers. You know, to anyone experienced, yeah. the ransom would have actually gone off as expected. Yeah. And Angel and Spike are just like, fuck this. <laughs> let's done. go see Andrew once yeah. more and then let's fucking leave. Yeah, yeah. What? There's a, there's a joke in here that I really enjoyed where Spike says something about, like, the immortal being the worst thing this side of Mount Everest and then is forced to say... Which I'm told he has climbed <laughs> several times. <laughs> Everything they say about the immortal is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's good. It's all good. Right. So they go see Andrew and they're like, is Buffy back yet? <laughs> Still no. Still no. It's been hours. It's late. Yeah. It's very late at this point. She's partying. She's part <laughs> partying. Yep. Yeah. And there's a weird amount of Andrew shouting at them from the bedroom as he's getting changed. It's a weird amount, but then it's also not long enough for the attire that he comes out in. The tuxedo and yeah. the hair and the everything and the suave, as and you the called it. Suave. He looks so legitimately James Bond. <laughs> oh, man. Which is great. Andrew loves James Bond. Yeah. How many times... He bring up James Bond. He's clearly going for a yeah. James Bond look, yeah. and it's worked. It's worked. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. as we say, he goes out and greets these two very attractive women for One some of reason. Whom should be a man? Yep. But it's not. But we can pretend it was. Anyway, the the whole thing is that they've like learned their lesson. Blah blah. You know, uh, something something. Buffy. Andrew's like, you got to move on. Look at me. I moved on to being straight. <laughs> I'm not mad about the bisexual erasure. I'm extremely <laughs> mad. <laughs> As you should be. Michelle pointed out that like it's probably it's probably because they don't have time to explain things for anyone who hasn't seen that season or those seasons of but, Buffy. But, like, but at the Andrew same time, so clearly just like hitting on Spike. When he sees Spike and like he goes for the awkward lean on the chair and like misses it the yeah. first time, oh, hey Spike. And You're he like, has yeah. a line about, like, parting his threshold. <laughs> Entrate pure. I part my threshold. <laughs> yes. He's so flustered to see Spike show up. And, like, he, he has all this... He's like, Spike, you're here, and he's so excited. He literally says nothing to Angel at that point. He doesn't give a shit about Angel. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, something, something, you should move on. Bloody blah. And they go back to Murica, where, as we say, Gunn's got his second line of the episode being like, good job getting that head back, eh? They were like, we didn't, though. But they did! Because the people at the Rome office did. The Immortal sent it back to them. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. That's yeah. much better. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. he had it the entire time and <sighs> just constantly it. pulling things over on them. Oh, my God, he is that guy. He is the gross guy. Oh, my God, The gross demon is. guy. Like, the gross demon guy, when he's going out of, a, like, a stallion without a bridle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe no one's stating it because it's too obvious, but people love stating obvious shit. And I just... What, like... Why is there no twist? Why is there no reveal? Yeah. Makes me yeah. mad. Yeah. And then, yeah, we have our wrap-up with Illyria being gross. And yeah. And Wes being... I mean, grossed out, but, like, also... I feel like he's not, which is the worst. Ooh, I just remembered something that happened this week that I should mention. Oh. So this weekend, I watched a bunch of stuff. That's fine. I watched the first It, the original, oh, yeah. which I had never seen. Mm -hmm. And because I had never seen it, I was unaware that a child Seth Green is in it as Richie. Oh, the original. Sorry. The original. From like no 1990, child, a 15 year old oh. Seth Green. So I had a moment where I was like, that ginger kid looks a lot like Seth Green, and then I was just like, oh my god, do I think all ginger people are Seth Green? <laughs> <laughs> but then it was Seth Green. So and you learned no lessons. <laughs> I learned zero lessons. So that was really fun. And then I was watching the second season of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. 
And who, who should waltz into the scene but Alexis Denisov? Oh, I was hoping it was adult Seth Green. Uh, Alexis Denisov's also good. It though. was very fun. He's like a super happy and using his normal American accent. And like all of this was difficult for me <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just like, you're so upbeat. I was going to say, what is it about Joss trying to get Americans to be British? But you're in L.A. Right? Everyone's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you've got many more Americans than you have Brits. His American accent. And, like, I get that this is his real voice. (laughs) But I just do not care for it. (laughs) I thought you were going to say you didn't buy it. Oh. (laughs) His voice is a lot more, like, nasally. Mm. I think, when he's not doing the accent. I think I've only seen him American in Much Ado About Nothing. Which is, like... He's doing Shakespeare. It's 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 not British, but it's very different. Yeah, Yeah. than just his his happy normal normal guy voice. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, that was fun. I just like the same day this was happening, and I'm just so excited to see everyone. Confluences, you know. Right. Seth Green's being attacked by a werewolf. Everything is great. (laughs) There's one last joke that I think we should appreciate, which is Angel and Spike are getting back to the Wolfman Hart office in America. Yeah. The L.A. branch, at least. And they come up with ideas about, like, how to save Buffy. Because oh. the entire time yeah. she's been with the immortal, they're like, there's some sort of spell on her. This mm-hmm. is continually disproven. She's not under any sort of influence. Everyone's except the so comics. clear about the immortal hating using magic. Yeah. He's, like, too good for magic. Yeah. yeah. Which I, is great. <laughs> <laughs> and they just have this brief scene where they're like, yeah... It's a good thing that we moved on. I mean, we could mind control her. <laughs> it's like, no, that wouldn't work. She would figure it out. She's yeah. too smart. What if we just put her in a box like we did with Pavane? Which is a great Which is a great Pavane drop. Yeah. And also, like, very funny. Yeah. And then they're like, nah, she would get out. She's very yeah, strong. She's too strong. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like that joke. Yeah. yeah. They're just spitballing. And they're like, well, we're not really going to do any of these things. But like, what if we could? You know? Yeah. It's funny spitballing. I yeah. liked it. And, like, they just, they have such camaraderie. Oh, yeah. In this episode. Basically, they're going through the exact same thing. And, like, even in the flashbacks, they're such better friends than ever before. Oh, there is one point where they're trying to get into some some club and they're not on the Immortals list. <laughs> which is very funny. And uh, Angel's all pissed about the Immortal taking his nuns. <laughs> Those were my nuns. Yeah, nuns are your thing. Everybody knows that. They respect it. They respect us. Good times. Good times. Michaela. Yeah. Good episode or bad episode? I don't know. I really don't know. I had a great time because there were so many parts that were so fun. But then there were parts that were not fun at all. Like how we dismissed everything that happens with the B-team in the first five minutes of this podcast and never went back to it. Nope. B-team. Yeah. (laughs) This is an Angel Spike episode. Oh, yeah. Through and through. Heavily. Yeah. 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 Half of this episode I like and half of it I hate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that averages out to. I don't know. It's. I generally had a good time. I laughed. You know? Like... To infinity at yeah. that limit, it's yeah. it averages to zero. <laughs> True, but it's a sine wave at any moment. <laughs> yeah, it's either high or low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. Do we have a winner for the episode, Andrew? Oh yeah, obviously it's Andrew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we have a best dressed for the episode? So also Andrew. I was actually gonna go Spike and Drew in the fifties. Oh yeah. Because it's just. It's more of a meta commentary on how much I love that scene. But Spike looks great. Drew looks great. Everyone's saying ciao a lot. Yeah. Can I make a somewhat outside the box uh, suggestion? Yes. The Immortal. <laughs> Maybe he's the winner of this episode, actually. I think he. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, yep. Yeah. He can, yeah, he can win both. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would, you know. Michaela. Yeah. 
We have a Teeks review yes. for this episode. Teeks, Teeks, Teeks. And I have successfully found it on the first try. Wow, goodness. Look at me Look go. At you. I would like you to tell me what it's called. The one where Spike and Angel go to Italy. Yes. What? You are Teeks. <laughs> Did I even get the order right? The one where Angel and Spike go Damn to Italy. It. I, I thought Teeks loves Spike. I thought it does. First. Yeah. That's what the episode is. It, no, it's true. <laughs> I really love this episode. Mm-hmm. It's a good start to the end of the series. What? Which made me very sad to watch, I might add. Okay. I love that we get to see Buffy. Sort of. But at least her being mentioned throughout the entire episode. She's the main reason for the episode. Teeks is like walking it back while writing, and I respect that. <laughs> In this episode... Spike and Angel are sent on a mission. Spike and Angel rather than... I don't know. You were right. Okay. You Thank were you. Right. <laughs> are sent on a mission to help resurrect a demon gang leader in Italy. And this is made so much more complicated when they find out that their love of their lives is living in Italy. Which they already knew. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Buffy is back. But not really. They think she's being controlled by the immortal. So Angel and Spike go to see her and end up seeing Andrew instead. Andrew spills the beans about how she's dating the immortal, which is very shocking. You never see Buffy's face, only her long, blonde hair dancing around. And the two have to admit that they must let her go. I did love seeing Andrew again. He was part of the reason why I loved Season 7 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer so much. And I love that they can have a crossover, even when one of the shows is finished. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guess on the rating of this episode? Nine. Ten out of ten. Wow. Jeez. Which is hard to see coming from that review. But, yep. There's just, like... <laughs> like it's... it's the caveats written into that review yeah. that really make it for me. It's Where just... Teeks is internally struggling with this idea that Buffy isn't in this episode. No. Which is valid. That's a thing to grapple with. Because of the joke jail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, you know, usually the... 10 out of 10 reviews are very positive. Effusive. Throughout. And that was, yeah, as you say, very much trying to, Teeks trying to talk themselves into loving this episode. Loving the idea of this episode, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't love Andrew? I get that. Teeks sees the inner beauty of this episode. Yeah, I think so. And doesn't mention Wes or Illyria. (laughs) I can't imagine that Teeks remembers Illyria exists. (laughs) I barely did. Yep. Yeah. Michaela, I've got a rose for you. Okay. I think you know what it is. I think I do. It's Spike and Drew standing around saying ciao in the 50s. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, at one point in this episode... I thought it was going to be the same thing. Oh, goodness. No. So, like, it's more of, like, a meta. Yeah. Them giving David Brown his fun things yes. to say. Just, it's so good. And it just, like, really casts into such stark contrast every other time he is not given these things. When he's made to be so broody. One time he mutters ours is an eternal love. (laughs) (laughs) And I just... (laughs) Even Spike they're talking about Angel's like at least I at least I had a relationship. Yeah. I had a relationship with it too. Okay sleeping together is not a relationship. It is if you do it enough times. Spike doesn't really believe this, but he wants to. Boy, does he want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. My thorn is Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. And the fact that a subpar movie plot was made into the subplot of this episode without the twist of, like, it gets discovered ever. So there's no conflict. Yeah. There's no conflict with that at all. And as you say, we've gone how long without telling Fred's parents and guess what? We still haven't told them because Wes basically chickens out. Can you imagine thinking back on that Hawaii trip? Yeah. After you know? Right? That, like, that is twisted in your mind so heavily. You can never, <laughs> it, it, like, it almost twists all happy memories at that point. Like, if this is what he's choosing to do, he has to commit to this, doesn't he? Yeah. No, like, Fred now never can, dies. Yeah. They can never tell them. No. 
No. That, that's it. Because at, they're too deep. Yeah. Yeah, they're too deep in the lie. So what? Illyria goes back for Christmas? Seems like. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. What uh, is your thorn similar? Honestly, you've talked me into a thorn. Oh. And my thorn is now that that demon guy isn't the immortal in the context of this episode. <sighs> unless we're supposed to be getting that from the subtext. But I don't think so. It's heavily implied in one scene. Yeah. And then never again. So like, I don't think we're supposed to think that. No, but it would be so much better. Yeah. So much better. And that's all I want now. <sighs> yeah. What do we got coming up? No, 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 next time. No, 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 next time. The next episode is called Power Play. Power Play. So we got two episodes left. Lindsay's not in it. <laughs> Actually, let's go and see if Lindsay is in it. Okay. First, I'm going to read you... No, no, let's look for Lindsay first. Because I just, can you imagine he's in it? Good. Okay. Is Eve. I don't see her. I hope we never see Eve ever again. We might not see Eve ever again. We might. Which would make it even better if Lindsay had actually killed her. Yeah. Would have oh, brought, brought closure her to that. Oh, that roof! Yes! Okay. Okay, so, so there's something in this episode... That I read this and I recall this name, this name okay. of the thing. Okay. And I think, think to myself, have we never ever heard about this until right now? Prepare to be gaslit. <gasps> okay? Exciting. It's what the writers have been doing to us for a while now. The team have reason to believe that Angel has been utterly corrupted with power when they find evidence that he has joined the Circle of the Black Thorn, the most evil of secret societies. <laughs> what? Word jail. Plot jail. Plot jail. Plot jail. So, I mean, they're driving towards this a bit, this whole what's up with Angel? Has Angel been corrupted? They were driving way? towards that lineage. Don't you try to fucking gaslight me. They did it last episode when Angel, like, gave up that woman's baby or whatever. Oh, mate. Okay. In lineage and then in that episode. I said bit. <laughs> and then this episode when Gun's like, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be his only line. <laughs> And, and demon head. Those are... <laughs> Baby. Demon head. <laughs> That's it. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So never, not a single time this season, have we heard the words Circle of the Black Thorn. No. But now it's the most evil of secret societies. They just did this as a joke. Mm. That's the problem, is that they've done it as a joke with the immortal, you can't do it as a for serious with the right? circle of the Blackthorn. That's so dumb. An episode later. Yep. Yeah. Also, Blackthorn was from Brandon Sanderson, or he stole it from them. Uh, one of the two. I mean, Blackthorn's sort of a... This is two words. So no. One. There so we go. Technically, it's different. Yeah. Well, Lindsay's going to be in it. Yep. Is this the apocalypse? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You know, I'm giving it a solid maybe. Okay, what? There's another familiar face. <laughs> I don't understand. So, you're never going to guess. Because why would you ever think this character would be in this show again? Remember that guy that guards the deeper well? Drunken. <laughs> Excuse you. Collection of what what's gonna happen? Why the fuck Drogon's here? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't like. How do we continue from this point? <laughs> I don't know. I 
Oh, boy. Uh, Good. Yeah. That's going to be next time on Circle of the Blackthorn. What's it called? Power play. Power play. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I should have just... I should have just told you it was going to be an Illyria fuck fest. I think you would have been happier. <laughs> I would have been happier. <laughs> yeah. Illyria and Wes fuck trapped in a house. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. God. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, until then, our listeners can always reach out in the same ways, right? Yeah. Reddit, Buffy, something. Email. Facebook. Facebook. Pictures. Got some good pictures this week. Poor Harmony. I'm sorry. Oh, poor sorry. Harmony. Her hair. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. And then we'll be back next time. To do. In one week from now. Do something. Yep. Yep. It's going to be f- fun. <laughs> Power play. <laughs> yeah. Until then. Uh, see, see you later, later LA Gator. Gator. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no.